everyone. My name is Rose, and I'm too blunt for my own good. Hi, and I'm Alexandra, and sometimes I don't think before I speak. And this is... What was I saying? Living with ADHD. This is episode five, um, having conversations with ADHD. No, this is episode six. Oh, you're right. This is episode six. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is episode six, having conversations with ADHD. We're off to a great start. Yeah, <laughs> the best. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like we said, today is uh, having conversations with ADHD, um, and we're just going to be talking about a little bit about what it's like conversing with someone for us and having just such a fast, fast working brain. Basically, just basic conversation skills, the challenges, the distractions, things like that yeah. that go along with it. Yeah. And obviously, we want to point out that we are not medical professionals in the slightest. In the smallest way. In any way. In any small way, we're not at all. <laughs> in zero ways. In zero ways, we are medical professionals. Um, yeah, we're not. We're just talking about our own experiences. Uh, we can't speak for anyone else, obviously. So, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, obviously, we're going to start off with some research. Rose, yeah. would you like to kick that off? I would love to kick it off like a kicker on a football team. So, this book. Uh, that we are going to be reading from today is called Cognitive Behavioral Therapy for Adult ADHD Targeting Executive Dysfunction. Uh, and it is written by Mary V. Sol Solanto. Mary V. Solanto. Nailed it. Okay, so here is today's quote. <clears throat> Difficulty tolerating delay leads adults with ADHD to interrupt conversations and activities or to be too overly directive or controlling in relationships. Verbal impulsivity may also be manifested as inappropriate, insensitive, or poorly timed comments, as well as excessive verbose, detailed, or aggressive speech that may be off-putting to the listener. Yikes. Yeah. No, that, that's a thing. That's a struggle. Ow, for sure. that hurts my heart, but it's true. Being called like, out. It hurts, <laughs> but it's real, right? Yeah. Um, and then also just so you know, this uh, we will have a link in the description to this article as well if you'd like to go check it out for yourself. The book. It's a book. We keep forgetting that it's a book. Right. Not an article. But it's a link on a website to the book. So yeah, yeah. it's a link. The, the link is a Google Books. Right. So yeah. <laughs> so uh, one of the things you, uh, that the book uh, that you just said was about how um, it can be disruptive. I think is what you. I think is what yeah. you said. And people like will very much step away from that and not like that you've either like had an outburst of something that you remembered and you wanted to say or whatever. And that can be very overwhelming for some people. And which I kind of get. Um, but at the same time, it's it's for uh, like it's even harder for like for me when I'm having a conversation with someone. And I, I'll just re randomly remember this thing that I was going to say or that I did or that I found interesting. And I'll just be like, oh, yeah, oh, my gosh, do you remember that? Da, 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 da. And the other person will just like have like this look of like horror on their face. Like, oh, my God, what just happened? I mean, I think for me, it's that my brain moves so quickly from one thought to another yeah. that I forget that everyone else's brains don't move that fast. So the way that my ideation gets triggered and the way that I continuously think of the next thing that that conversation in my head should lead to is a little bit overwhelming, I suppose, to people yeah. that don't have a brain that moves really, really fast the way that mine does. 
Yeah, no, so that reminds me. Um, my mom actually, um, when I was still in school, um, found this real cool article, and I'm going to call it an article, but it's more of just like a, a journal entry that this guy did. Um, but this is from by Dr. Edward Howell. He's got a, a master's degree. And he wrote this little paper, I'll call it, um, called My Wonderful ADHD Turbo Brain. And just basically the idea is that like, he likes to call his name, uh, excuse me, he likes to call his brain turbo because of how fast it moves. And that kind of works with what you were saying, how fast our brains work in conversations. Like we jump from one conversation, one topic to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And we don't really even break a sweat. But for someone else who does not have ADHD or or anything that can keep up with us, it's I can I can imagine that would be an overwhelming. That fastness for me, it usually is really useful. But then oh, yeah. if I say those things out loud, that's when mm-hmm. that's when it gets harder. I, I don't really mind it when I'm just thinking really fast. I mean, yeah. it can be a little bit annoying because I'll get distracted, which we can talk about that any moment now um right but, yeah <laughs> but i don't really always mind that except for when i just forget what's happening around me and just start to speak and that really bugs me that impulsivity it it feels like i'm being inconsiderate it feels like i'm being a bad listener when i'm not doing those things on purpose so that's when i get frustrated yeah and it's very frustrated when you get in trouble for it Because it's like, I really did not do that on purpose. If I could stop it, believe me, I would. Because it's exhausting. Like not, first of all, it's exhausting because our brains are working faster. So that's tiring. And then it's also exhausting when people get frustrated with you. So you're dealing with these two things where it's like, I really, I understand. I, I understand that I shouldn't be doing this. And believe me when I say I've worked on it and I've gotten better and I know you have too over the years as we get older, but it's still hard. And so it's very frustrating and it's just a very exhausting dealing with not only knowing that you shouldn't do it, but then having an external person say you shouldn't do it. It's not that I think I should be doing it. Yeah. Right? There, there is never a part of me that's thinking, you know what I should do right now? Say Interrupt something inappropriate. Someone. You know, <laughs> it just happens. And... I understand that people can't hide if they feel uncomfortable all the time, right? I get that. Yeah. But at the same time, it just makes the situation worse if you say to me, that's not okay. You can't talk like that. Yeah. And can I just say, like, when I was younger, and I know you you also experienced this because we were in the same uh, school, but were you ever, like, labeled the, uh, you have selective hearing? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to uh, say to ev- everyone that ever said that to me, it's not selective hearing. It's I cannot control my brain sometimes. It's it's not selective. I it's, wish I would hear everything if I could. Oh my God. Yeah. Like if I could like, ex- if I could have explained it in a comprehensive way when I was younger to people that said that to me, I would have. But obviously when I was younger, I couldn't. But now that I can, I'd like to be like, listen, I'm not selectively hearing this. If I could, like you said, if I could select to hear it, I would. It's just that like my brain, I can't control it sometimes. I Even I can't keep up with my brain sometimes. It's this idea that somehow I can decide whether or not to be distracted, which a lot of people do have that. And they're very lucky. And I'm proud of you. Anybody out there who can 
choose whether or not to be distracted. That's awesome. Good, Good on for you. you. Yeah. I don't just, always have that ability. Same. Yeah. And that's just a thing that also as kids were looked is not looked down on. I'm sorry. Is overlooked is because when you have ADHD as a kid, you don't have ADHD because you're just like, oh, they're just being a kid. Whereas I was, like I said in later, in earlier episodes, I was diagnosed when I was at like 10, 10, 10 o'clock, 10 years old. Um, so, excuse me. And just at 10 o'clock this morning, I got my diagnosis. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. 10 years old. I swear. So yeah, when I was like, I was really young. So I obviously didn't understand it. And like, I had people like in my life that were like, I know you have ADHD, but like pay attention more. And I'm like, listen i don't even know what adhd is yet i'm 10 you know like i don't i don't understand and i don't know why i can't control it i don't know why i'm different i don't know why i'm yelled at more i don't know why i can't just can't focus and i don't know why i get distracted like i'm 10 what do you want from me for me it was before i got diagnosed i was really subject to the feeling like it was a choice right feeling like there was something i was supposed to be doing differently in order to not be that way. Like, I just thought I was mean. I was like, I can't help myself. Sometimes I say inappropriate things because to you're impulsive because I'm impulsive. But I didn't know that it was because I was impulsive or I thought it was because I was mean. Oh, you are not mean. <laughs> like, but I I've known you I for would, most of our lives. Like when I look back on middle school rows, I, I mean, I wasn't even like a cool kid, right? Oh, me neither. I mean, All you right. might not know by hearing my voice, but I was not a cool kid. Um, and not I, when, go there. when I looked back when I was in high school and I would look back on middle school, I thought I was mean. I would think about sometimes the words that I would say to other people with regret. Years later, I would look back on things that I had said with yeah, regret. Because of that impulsivity is like you just bored something out because you're feeling that way. And it's not a bad thing to say how you feel. It's not a bad thing to be like, I'm angry. It's not a bad thing to be like, why are you doing this? Like, it's not a bad thing. It is. You're supposed to do it. It's just, you know, but it's I also healthy, have that guilt but also. To feel guilty for it's a long period of time. Guilty. Yeah, no. And even though, like you said, even though years have gone by since we're in middle school, it's been a while. And I still remember some of the things that I've said or done. And I'm just like, wow, I'm a terrible human being. Even though that person that I probably said that thing to probably doesn't even remember. Exactly. So, so I mean, I guess that's the good thing about it. But I still remember. So it's a struggle for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my own personal punishment. And then... The getting distracted thing, I always just feel bad about that because oh. I feel like I am not a very good conversationalist. I'm just I'm just not great at having conversations. Did you ever get the um did you ever get the uh, why can't you focus like everyone else? Cuz I did. It wasn't exactly in those words, I don't think, but definitely I would have people get frustrated. And it was more subtle because I mean, obviously, I had to be able to overcompensate in order for my diagnosis not to come until later in life, right? So right. I was good at faking it. I was good at faking being good at talking to people. And I am really good at having conversations with people that I just meet, but I'm really bad still at controlling the impulsive parts. I consider myself to make a pretty good first impression. Yes. Which we can talk about that when we get to the benefits part. Right. But then but. <laughs> there's this in-between part where you're getting to... Yeah, no, yeah. I do have a... a, it's, a it's a little story. It's not like really, really huge, but one... Yeah, I'm good at the first part. 
I'm good at being a friend. Like I'm a good friend. Yes. Self-proclaimed good friend. Obviously. I can second second this. (laughs) So I'm good at like once you know me, but this in between stage, not so much. And that's where people with ADHD lose friends. And we talked about this in in earlier um, episodes. Uh, I think it was like one of our first episodes. Actually, we talked about how like when we meet someone, people will reject someone with ADHD and they don't, obviously they don't know that they have ADHD, but even, even though when I'm having conversations now and I'm in a, like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an adult society says I'm an adult. I'm not an adult, but I'm an adult and I'm having conversations with another adult. It's obviously uh, it's easier to have conversations when you don't, you have more vocabulary, you have more confidence in, in like things that you can say, like, you know, like how to handle yourself in a conversation. However, when you have ADHD, at least for me, I still have this like feeling of, Am I going to overshare? Am I going to board something out that I shouldn't board out? Am I going to forget their name? Am I going to get so distracted that I forget what I was saying? And then they're going to be like, why did she forget? We were just talking about it. Uh, what's wrong with her? Yada, yada, yada. But yeah, so there's always that. My my biggest fear is like s- impulsively saying something. I think that's my big thing. I don't know about you. I would agree with that as a fear going into conversations. Yeah. Or like a kind of ever present thing that makes me hold my tongue yes even though it's like even though it's hard it would be nice to be able to just say what you wanted to say but you're like maybe i shouldn't say that and i do wonder do other people not have the thoughts that i do and that's why they can well they can converse so easily the thing about the thing about it is that no one has your thoughts that we might have similar thoughts but no one has exact same thoughts so what you think is going to be like like this huge point someone might think is not and that that's where it scares me it's like oh wow i thought this thing was really cool and you don't okay yeah i mean it's just it's hard to filter yourself yeah it's very hard to filter yourself that's a good way of putting it actually and actually i have a story about that um oh, really a story right i caught you yes you did i caught you about to go into tangent, tangent time, time. Okay, so yeah, no, yeah, I do have a, a, it's a, it's a little story, it's not like really, really huge, but one of my really good friends asked me not to say something, like they, they told me something. Like a secret? Yes, yes and no. It wasn't like a secret, like the world's gonna end if I tell their secret, but at the same time, like they didn't want me to tell. Does that make sense? So yes. obviously I'm not gonna say what it is, but they told me something and I was like, yeah, no, I won't tell any, I won't say anything. Like, I'm probably going to forget anyways. Because I honestly, that's usually what happens. I usually forget. And then a couple of weeks later or something like that, I think I was talking to the person that my friend didn't want me to tell this thing to, or just in general. And I think I said the thing and my friend was there and they were like, uh, hello. And I was like, oh, shoot. I forgot that you asked me not to say something. I legitimately forgot. And then my brain just boarded this thing. I was like, oh, yeah, this thing that 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 And I felt horrible. Oh, God, I really felt so bad because, like I said, it wasn't like a secret where it's like the world's going to end. But like, I need to respect to not say the thing. Like, so I felt really, really bad about it. And I apologized profusely. And obviously, like, they're one of my really, really close friends, like really close. So they forgave me and like all is right with the world. 
but I still I still remember that feeling of being like I totally just betrayed them I'm a terrible friend I'm a terrible human like those were the thoughts that were going through my brain because I just felt bad because my brain was like let's just board out this thing in this middle of this conversation because I thought it was relevant and I don't even remember if it was it probably was in some way but doesn't make give an excuse for me to say the thing so yeah, I felt super bad and I no, I still remember that gut guttural feeling of just being like, wow, I'm a terrible human being. It's like the breath gets knocked out of you. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, because I also have anxiety. So I was like, like not ex- having anxiety attack, but I like felt like someone without anxiety would feel bad. But I think my anxiety then heightened that feeling of, wow, like, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> And obviously they were like really cool about it and they were like, I forgive you and like I understand that you didn't do it on purpose so I'm I'm mad but I'm not that mad. So that was cool because I, I know them really well and they get me. But I still, I was, I, I, I guess I still remember and feel bad about it. That guilt though. Yeah, that guilt it's, though. It's so annoying because there was nothing, there's nothing you can do about it now. Yeah, because you said it, said it already, so. That's, I feel like, the biggest thing for me with conversations is thinking about things I should have done differently after they're over. Oh, my gosh, yes. And they're like, I could have said that, this, 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 and this, and I would have nailed it. Do you ever conversation prep? Like, if you know you're about to go to a big group of people, you're like, what are the talking points of my life that I can talk about right now yes absolutely not so much like about myself but if i know like probably some certain topics are going to come up i like prep what i'm gonna say and be like look at me go i'm so good i'm gonna make these great points and then i don't say any of those points i will say though one of the cool things about adhd is that i can usually think about something to say is that a benefit it might be. I think we may be moving into benefits. the positives, the benefits, the good omens, the fairies that sprinkle. I'm sorry. Just the fact that you said fairies is just very amusing to me. And I absolutely love it. But anyways, but yeah, no, because there are benefits to ADHD. So, yeah. So I was thinking the benefit that I was thinking of, which I already forgot what it was. Oh, oh no. Oh, talking point. Oh, thank God. Having a lot of things to talk about. Um, which is that, you know, Oh, honestly, yeah, you're not wrong. It can be annoying if you accidentally insert it in the wrong point. But yeah. usually if there's a subject, I have something to say about it. Yeah, you'll never run out of things to say. So like if there's like that awkward silence, you're like, let me fill this space, which can also run into problems. But at the same time, it's kind of good not to have like that awkward silence. Yeah, I mean, I do OK with silence because I don't I really try to think of it as just a moment to reflect a moment to be comfortable but it, it can be hard to be silent and also I feel like with the ADHD it allows the silences not to be awkward because if there is an awkward silence I'm able to fill it that's true I don't do well with awkward silences I like my brains like fill this space because there's nothing there and I'm like you're not wrong I'm gonna die in this si- awkward silence so I have to fill it with space which is kind of awkward sometimes because sometimes I don't come up with the right thing to say like immediately also okay I don't know if you have this but my ADHD makes me kind of hilarious sometimes oh you mean like wit- like witty like very yes witty, sometimes very I fast thinking yes, so I'm able I to have be very moments, clever yeah I wish I could say I remember like specific times where I was like really really witty but I, I cannot i do remember like there was a couple a couple of days ago i said something really really clever to my dad and he said something 
and he laughed like like guffawed like he thought it was like the funniest thing i was so proud of myself i don't remember what that is father if you remember feel free to comment this in the in in the comment section because i can't remember (laughs) but i would love to remember because i remember being real proud of myself I constantly am thinking of responses that oftentimes are comical and funny. And I always it have the tension too, if there's tension. Exactly. And then you can make someone laugh and it's like, oh, I made someone laugh. Oh. Yeah. And also just, you know, when you have 30 thoughts in your brain, like at least like half of those are going to be ridiculous. Yeah. And it's also just kind of nice to get them out of your brain so that you have room for the other ones that are trying to cram their way in. Yeah. And I do think that sometimes there is a great moment for a ridiculous thought for you to say something completely out of whack that oh my will just bring the will just bring people joy and i do feel capable of bringing people joy and i i mean i feel capable of bringing people joy for other reasons too like other aspects of my personality but i think that a lot of it and the the quickness and the and the without hesitation that i'm able to bring humor and fun into a conversation i do think that comes from adhd there is something very pure about making someone laugh because when someone laughs it you see it all over their face and even in in their body language they you bring them so much happiness and it's very it's very rewarding which is one of the reasons why i like to try to make people laugh i don't usually do it well um, as you know, but that's I just, not true. I try. You can be funny. I can be, but it's not like a constant wittiness. Well, like some people, people that, that are I know constantly funny are the best. What do you mean? I don't know. I feel like that can be overwhelming. Well, I have a friend that's super funny because they can always just they always for some somehow their brain works that they can always think of something really quippy to say to something that like might be tension or even if it's not tension and just to make it more funny and they're just really good at it and yeah. yeah i mean there's the good kind of always funny people but then also i feel like okay i was watching this interview on youtube the other day and i really love this one actor who plays olaf in frozen his name is josh, josh gad. gad i think he's, he's really so great funny. yeah he's great but there was this interview and literally everything that came out of his mouth was a joke everything really and no, that had to be really funny then. It huh? was funny, but also I was thinking... Got boring. It got boring. Oh. It got a little repetitive. It was so many jokes. Oh, okay. I see. And it wasn't a comedy show. Oh. It was an interview. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, actors usually try to like make things lighter when they're well, in interviews. Well, I love a light moment. I love a light moment, but... It can be overwhelming, yeah. Watch this yeah. interview. It's a funny song. I believe it's you. It's worth a little... No, I know what you mean. Too I got many you. jokes. Too many jokes. Too many jokes. You have a song for everything, and kitchen. I love it. You know that song, Too Many Cooks? No. Too Many Cooks, Too Many Cooks. That's how it goes. I I believe you. I just don't know what that song is. It's fine. Sorry. She's looking at me with such disappointment. I'm sorry. It's it's a funny song. I believe you. It's worth a listen. Okay. It's worth a watch. Too Many Cooks. Too Many Cooks. Somebody tell me to stop. Okay, stop. Okay, cool. um anyways i think we um, are gonna come to a close um but yeah so thank you guys for listening um don't forget to find us on our social media platforms yeah there's facebook twitter and instagram yeah so on facebook we are um we are under what was i saying question mark living with adhd it's a facebook group please feel free to request a membership it's just like liking just instead you have to be approved and uh, on Twitter and Instagram, our handle is what underscore was I saying? And please join our community. Uh, the main point of this whole 
thing that we're doing here is just to create a group of people that don't feel alone, right? Yeah. You and you don't have to have ADHD to be a part of the group. Um, if you, if, even if you just want to be a part of it or you want to be a part of it because you want to learn more about it or you have a family member or friends, like, please, all by all means, like, come in, join us, and we think we're fun, so. And, you know, one of the, the hard things that we've been talking about today, you know, this stuff with the conversations, it can be so isolating, to feel like you're not good at talking to people. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we just want you guys to know that you're not alone. We got your back. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. Um, this one was really fun. I, I don't really know about enjoyed you. it. Yeah. I think we had a great conversation we just did, now. We did, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But thank you guys so much. Um, and again, this is What Was I Saying? Living with ADHD. Living with ADHD.